Hello and welcome to the original podcast. I'm your host Jamie from the YouTube channel known as Inside a Mind. Nearly slipped up there, but I didn't. And my co-host today is Eric Nielsen from the YouTube channel known as the Looney Turtle. Yes, I, I make uh, voices and talk sometimes. Uh, today with us is uh, a return guest, someone who is going to be uh, pulling back the curtain, unlike last time. Um, so it, it is Dad and. Um, I, I have one very important question to start out this cast, uh, naturally. Um, tell me everything that's going to happen in the future of Dad. Give me all of the spoilers. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> hmm. Well, you might want your money back. <laughs> so I don't want to tell you. Wait, I had to pay uh... to be here? God Wait, you never donated to my Patreon? Ah, I'm ending this mm, call now. Ah, ooh, uh, I thought this was a patron call. Uh, <laughs> about <laughs> that. So, hmm. You still want to be okay. here? <laughs> In all seriousness, yeah, though. Yeah, sure. <laughs> In all seriousness, though, uh, I've brought, obviously, Nathan Barnett on today, the creator of Dad. And this is the first time, I believe, correct, that you yes. have stepped forward out of character from dad um, to kind of talk about something that's kind of happened over the past couple of months and a particular topic that I've been discussing with friends and debating before, something that I found interesting when it's come to these alternate reality games or immersive media of when it comes to blending reality and fiction together, and that is the whole idea of staying in character no matter what and mm -hmm. and this kind of topic has always fascinated me because i've met several people <clears throat> who uh stick by the idea of you should never break character under any circumstances but i've also met many people who debate that should not be the case yeah. and uh, i'll say right off the bat that my personal interpretation of this is I am leaning more to the latter of, you know, I, I do believe this should that shouldn't be the whole thing of of this game and, and this kind of genre that we're in. You shouldn't uh, be obligated to stay in character no matter what, as a lot of people believe. But um, and, and, and what perfect person to bring on is some, someone with um, a, a slightly different uh, approach to, to my kind of be belief. Um, although you kind of lean towards what you kind of get what I'm saying. <clears throat> oh, totally. I, I believe I feel equally on both sides because uh, I also I well, first of all, yes, I have not spoken about creating dad ever and being the creator of dad. Even when people meet me, I deny it and keep the story going. So this is the very first time this is happening. I feel a little weird about it, but I also <laughs> want to because it will make my life easier in some ways, but also probably make it more miserable in other ways. Um, not miserable. <laughs> That's just the life of a creator. With, yeah, straight yes. off to everything. I will get some backlash for sure, <laughs> but it's fine. So uh, I, as an actor, have st stayed in character a lot. I had TSA at the airport handcuffing me and for going up inside of a baggage claim one time as my Keith character. I will stay in character no matter what with police, anyone, for two reasons. One, because it always gets me out of trouble if I stay in character because they often think, well, this person's just an idiot. They don't understand. And then if they knew I was just an actor filming a bit, they'd be upset and they'd probably like arrest me officially. But usually they let me go because they're like, okay, the guy just this guy has no clue. So that has helped, 
but I also like to stay in character for like at events and stuff because usually uh, the people there want to see that character and not Nathan. And I'd rather them think that that character is real. And that's happened a lot with a lot of my characters. People don't know about Nathan. And I'd rather them not even really think about who the actor is and just be lost in the character and the experience. Because for people who do think the character is real, that's like a, a sort of a compliment to me. And then for not knowing that I'm acting. But then also later, if they figure it out that I was an actor, I think that's going to be kind of cool for them to be like, oh, my gosh, that wasn't his name isn't Keith or his name. He's not really a dad or his name's not Ray or whatever character I'm performing as. <laughs> but dad is different, though, from all my other characters, because I can't. It's so fantastic and it's so like visually not real that I would think people to me, this looks like a TV show or a film. And I don't know how you ever could think he's a real guy named dad who lives in town and his wife's name is wife you know yeah so it's but also i think there's two things there's people who just have no idea who nathan is they assume it's some character but they don't know who the actor is and then there's people who know nathan created it but they like that i'm not admitting that i created it because that's part of the story is that nathan's face was stolen and you know deep faked and i'm nathan and upset about this that's part of the story Mm-hmm. But that was never really supposed to be part of the story. It just became part of the story. It was honestly supposed to be just be promotion to get people to find this new channel. And then they were supposed to stop thinking about it, but they didn't. And now <laughs> I've had to keep it up. That's like a whole thing I've never – I didn't know how to say this to anyone because it would sort of kill what has started. There's a few – I don't want to ramble too long, but there are a couple of things I can say throughout this podcast. Just remind me to go on of to explain my stance on – uh, not m- not wanting this whole Nathan angle to even be a thing. And also, uh, I had no idea what ARGs were when I started this. I've never <laughs> even heard of one. I, did still, I, I still don't know most ARGs. I've just heard about them by people telling me who are ARG fans, but I don't watch any ARGs. And I feel like I'm being held to this like degree uh, of the standard that ARGs have established when I did not ask for that. <laughs> I I was just trying to make basically like a, a soap opera or like a web series about a family and it's just a strange family. That's all I was trying to do. I had no idea what ARGs were. <laughs> so. Well, yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, there's a lot to unpack there. But uh, yeah. the first one being that I, I totally get where you're coming from when it comes to uh, staying in character and and how people can get invested with that because that that's kind of the whole appeal of well if it is alternate reality games or immersive media or any kind of uh, thing in that area that it's a nice little um i guess i could say gimmick uh of, yeah. of you know no matter what you stay in character it was the, it was the biggest appeal of when it, when alternate reality games first started or, or when the first big one came along called mm-hmm. the beast uh there was a a text in in the source code, I believe, that was that said this is not a game, and that was their whole premise of it. Um, but but what I would say is that, um, as I've been told by many people and my friends in, in this particular area, that even companies who did ARGs for a good ten years eventually realized that it's not beneficial to stay in character no matter what mm-hmm. because um one like you said that no one ends up knowing who you are well that's kind of cool that people can kind of find you and and think oh that's uh i didn't know that you were an actor i just thought you were this person which is you know if you find that great and all that that's that's 
cool uh, in itself, but it is not beneficial for your brand necessarily if you're wanting to get out there and, and help promote your future work when you go exactly. on to do other stuff. Exactly, that's one stuff. of my biggest problems. Yeah, exactly. So while while um, it's great, it's great that you kind of have that little mindset and, and, and you're passionate about doing staying in these characters, uh, no matter what. I do think there needs to be kind of a place where you do separate yourself from those characters as much as you like diving into this immersive world. Yeah, um, there needs to be some kind of place where you can split off and be like, "Hey, I'm Nathan, and I made this." If mm-hmm. you want to follow the story, here it is. Uh, and if you don't, then here's my other work. If you're yeah. if you're interested, and well, you know what I think sort of starts that whole being um, captive, captive and stranded in your own character is if you make social media for that character and you don't just promote it as yourself. Like some of my characters don't have Instagram or Twitter. But some of them do. Like, usually the ones that get more popular, I give them one so that I don't just have to spam my channels, like my Nathan Instagram or Twitter or YouTube, with all that stuff. Like, I wanted to make this dad YouTube channel because it made sense in the story for him to have his own YouTube because part of those character traits is he wants to be the best YouTuber. Mm -hmm. But all my other characters have existed on Nathan's YouTube channel. And then my only, like, a couple characters, Keith and uh, Trailoss, my Skittles guy, they had their own Twitters. and uh, But most of the time, I always promoted it as Nathan, and everyone knew I was these characters. But when I would do live shows, this is the only time I would become the character and not break. Like, I go to these video game conventions as Keith, and I would just stay Keith for days because it was fun for me, and it was more of an experience for them to be like, oh, I hung out with that Keith guy. And then some their friend will tell them, oh, he was – I've had people tell me – my friend had to tell me you were an actor because I thought you were really like that. And I was like, that's amazing. I'm glad you thought that. That's really cool to hear. But at the same time, then they don't see the short film I make because th- – and they might, might like it if they like Keith. And if they like Dad, they might like the other things I'm making that I cared equally as about. So you're right when you say, like, it's it's kind of a pain because no, they don't get to find out about all the other things I'm making. And yeah. I would like them to, but I and can't because they'll be mad at me if I say I created dad because then it, it kills their immersion, but, which is very unfair. And it's almost like they're holding me hostage. <laughs> but but that's the thing I want to bring up as well is, is, is my personal point is that I don't believe that's the majority of the audience. I, I can't, I know what, what you're getting at. Cause there's a lot, there are a lot of people out there it's that the do act like that. That's what I mean. And that's what yeah. I'm saying. I think, but personally in my what I personally believe is those diehards, a lot of the times, are the same people that get mad at you when you get popular and you're oh, exactly. no longer that small. So those people are not really going to help you either way. You know, yeah. the majority of your fans who probably are supporting you, and I, I speak to many of those fans because they're in my community as well. Mm-hmm. I know some of the moderators there and stuff, and they're absolutely lovely people. And they yeah, are diehard fans I'm as well. Filming a series. Yeah, exactly. They know you're filming a series. And I can I bet you anything right now that if you came forward and, and broke character every so often if something happened, they would be totally fine with it. And I think the average yeah. person would be totally fine with it as well. And that that was one of my points that I wanted to mention earlier about companies, you know, when they were doing the big ten year span of alternate reality games and immersive media. Mm-hmm. When they 
um, started out as saying this is not a game. This is, uh, you know, you should never break. We're never going to break character and stay in character. They eventually realized not only was it not beneficial because they can't promote who they are, they um, they also found out when they started having pushing away from that, they realized that people were still happy to get invested oh, totally. in this stuff. And I think that's the same with Dad, because at the end of the day, well, if if someone gets mad that you broke character from Dad, then that's kind of their problem and it's not, not yours. Because yeah. at the end of the day, Dad is quite obviously a fictional character. Yeah. And you have to... Suspend disbelief. Uh, yeah, you know, that exactly. In order to actually invest yourself in the story, because yeah. Dad is such an odd. He's kind of like a poppy, you know, where he just has uh-huh. very little personality to himself and doesn't react too much. Uh, and same with everyone else, and they have simple names. They're a simple town, and he, yeah. has, he has job. He goes to True Value, <laughs> uh, so. Um, I, I totally get the extra immersion you have of playing the character in the Discord and, and, and speaking mm-hmm. to people and things like that, even in person. I think it's great. And to be honest, even as Nathan Barnett sometimes when you're like playing as like, oh, this dad character, you know, is uh, this guy's copying like my, face. my face. It, yeah. it, it, that's, well, that's I, the I angle. quite like that idea. But I, I, you... I should say that I um, I never intended for that to happen. That yeah. was supposed to be the when I when the Nathan thing was involved, it was all just promotion to get people on my YouTube channel to be like, wait, what's going on? And then they'd find the disc, the dad channel, the dad YouTube. I was just trying to dump people over to this new channel without saying, hey, it's a new character. I just wanted <laughs> to do it in a more creative way. Yeah, yeah. By I, them I, being intrigued and going, what? What's going on? And then they'd eventually go, oh, okay, I get it. And then they'd leave it alone. And they would, but they kept, everyone was so obsessed with Nathan's face being stolen. I I, I sort of like was never allowed to say, oh no guys, stop paying attention to that. That was just promotion. Because people will often message me, like diehard fans will say, so what's with the series? What's 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 the the series of videos on your channel where you say you're quitting YouTube and you were like teleported to this like other place. And I was like, oh, that was just weird promotional stuff to get you to click on the dad channel. But mm-hmm. I haven't been able to say that yet because they're going to be so disappointed, uh, and it's like it's tough. So I, it has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> Nathan has nothing to do with any of this. But now I've had to sort of put him in, and I'm actually about to like sort of end Nathan's involvement very soon in the story because it's, right. it's an unnecessary thing that's actually kind of like taking people's attention away from the things that matter in the story. So, so the the worry that you're kind of having is is not necessarily. Um the fact that you involve Nathan in the story, it's the fact that you don't want to tell people that it's, it's just promotion because that's like the yeah. disappointing reality to that storyline. Yes, because they actually think there's something to that when there wasn't supposed to be. And maybe that's a, my error by like not writing it correctly, but it was something mm. I never really mentioned. And it's, I also just think it is kind of interesting and people just kind of like wink and go, oh yeah, I get it. When Nathan t- makes a tweet and says, what's with this new music video? The song's pretty good, but I wish they'd give me my face back. It's clearly Nathan saying, oh, this is a good song. Check it out because I made it. But also, <laughs> why did they steal my face? I, and I hate having to say that, why'd they steal my face bit? Because it's like kind of tiring for me. And I think the, I think the, the, I think the sad reality to that is the fact that it's just, it was a good idea. 
And yeah. it's an intriguing idea. Deep fakes in general are really intriguing. And when you brought up that, that's instantly going to hook people. Well, and that it's is also- based on something that actually happens to me often. I did that whole deep faking thing and I came up with this promotional idea because my videos, like my dance videos, have been stolen. I, I cannot count. My manager. And I, at one point a few years ago, had an email back and forth of all the links we ever found on Facebook, YouTube, and any other site that had like millions of views. Like each, so these videos were taken. Like some super popular DJ, um, Afrojax was one of them, mm-hmm. and other very very popular DJs would take my videos and completely reuse them and put their song over and take my song out, and it would just be footage of me dancing. And there's there was hundreds of these links from people all over the internet. And in each of these videos, some of them would only have a few thousand views, but many of them would have millions of views with no credit to me whatsoever. And sometimes they'd even punch in to remove my little uh, watermark in the corner. Really? So they cover just, out your watermark? Oh. Yeah, it was, it was incredibly infuriating. And that guy, F. Jerry on Instagram, he's like kind of gotten gone down now and people are like pretty ticked mm. at him for stealing material. He's stolen my stuff. My stuff's been stolen like that's sort of like what I'm known for. A lot of people know this that my stuff is just stolen all the time. <laughs> You're the so, known as the guy that gets his stuff stolen all the time. Exactly. And like right. if, if people often there's gifs of me all over the place, people don't even know it's me. Yeah. I always say if if I was tagged in every Instagram post that my videos have been shared because like I'll find videos that have millions of views on Instagram and if that person had tagged me I would have multiple millions or at least a million. I don't know. Not everyone clicks on someone and goes and follows them, but I would have honestly like hundreds of thousands of followers. Oh, you mean followers? I thought you meant money. I was like, whoa. No, no, not money. Just like, <laughs> I was like, whoa. Oh, yeah, you know, people would just mean. know who I am. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. they would find my stuff. But like, totally it was so infuriating. That. So that's why I started. I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to make it up a bit where like Nathan's actual face was stolen now and put on this other channel. But, like, no one knows that. It was just something for me to, like, okay, that's where it stemmed from because it was something I was dealing with. So I was, like, I'm just going to steal from myself now and make it a bit. Yeah. But it wasn't <laughs> supposed to, like, last this long. It was supposed to just be, like, f- for people to go check out the dad channel in a creative yeah, yeah. way. So okay. it, it I... kind of um, – th- that kind of makes me think on um, the the idea of staying in character. Uh, for, for me, I think that – it, I either way, whatever way you want to tell a story, go for it. Um, like if you want to stay in character, if you want to have those breaks. But I think uh, when it comes to staying in character, there always needs to be some sort of way to acknowledge like what's happening, like have a, a safeguard, like a, an alternate account where you can be like, oh, this is just what dad does acting as a mm-hmm. bystander or um, – Maybe have a character that's in it that is um, giving commentary of what not to do. Like for me, exa- as an example, um, for my YouTube channel, I have Eric as a character that is the main voice of the video, is the one that's telling everything, and Looney's the side character. Um, mm-hmm. And he has a very distinct voice, and people know the character. And there has been some times where I go into role play and uh, will kind of stay in character as Looney, the the kind of ditzy turtle that doesn't quite know what he's doing. Um, and when the role play starts to kind of delve into a realm that I'm not comfortable with or that I don't want to really figure out how Looney would react to it, um, I insert Eric as kind of 
like Eric is Looney's owner as a because Looney's a turtle, he's a pet. So mm-hmm. Eric will insert himself and be like, "Hey, how about no?" To kind of have that built-in break to the immersion to say, "Hey, maybe we're going too far." Kind of supply some commentary that Looney wouldn't be able to, but yeah, another character would be able to. That's a good yeah, idea. That's kind of yeah. Well, I've always said um, there needs to be some place where you can just easily break character to let people know that you know this is getting a bit out of hand and uh, as i was saying earlier i think like to to the most fans i think that the majority of fans who support you and enjoy this stuff know it's fictional and if you came forward uh, when something went, went a little too far um people will be uh, will be totally fine with that because they know that you know they know who you are you're, you're Nathan you're wanting to create something you're passionate about this project and something just got out of hand and so I think just every so often if something like that happens it is better to just communicate with the creator because I think that yeah. de-escalates stuff for example the beast again I'll bring up um, the fans who were following that story discovered another fan group and a lot of the audience's it lost control basically because they got upset with an, this other group that were a little bit behind on the story and so fights started uh, happening all backstage and so what the creators did is they didn't break character necessarily to the people in the in the chat they reached out to the moderators who were big hardcore fans and broke character there and tried to de-escalate the situation from that mm-hmm. i mean I, I that's not necessarily my point i, I think I, i'm more leaning to publicly becoming uh, breaking the character but that was another example of of even even in the very first stages of alternate reality games, they had people breaking character in some way to de-escalate. Because unfortunately, this is the internet, and yeah. there are people that you cannot control. And totally. I, which is always disappointing when someone says that you know you are responsible for your fan base. And it's like when you get so big, it's a little hard to control. There's only oh, it's very there's hard. only so much you can say um, that can stop them from doing certain things, but. If you are playing a character, it does become ten times harder. So I oh, think there hard. needs to be well, kind like, of an example on. I have of my sort of my struggle as to promote this and to keep it going is um, every once in a while I have to post as dad about my Patreon because this series costs me so much money. It costs me more than anything else I've ever filmed, and I've filmed some pretty pricey like short films and things, but this. it's so much so many people are involved and i have to shoot in these studios and go to these far off locations and bring like very expensive cameras and rent cameras and Mm -hmm. it's so expensive and i don't think people know and there it's like only a very small amount of people who one guy recently said on one of my posts uh that he thinks i'm just pocketing all the money and it's like well if i was pocketing all the money i wouldn't be coming back here and putting up more videos you know like (laughs) you can see i'm making videos and the money's going into that that's like a whole other side thing that's something i'm always uh, well, you're you're renting a studio, aren't you? Yeah, we uh, film in a studio. Dad. I pay all yeah. the actors. I buy food for everyone. I pay for people's gas money. I pay people actual fees. Like I'm treating it like a television show, and I have makeup yeah. people. I have a producers. Um, I pay uh, people to mix audio. Like it's it's endless. It costs me. I don't have any money. I just don't <laughs> because I. That, that's an, I, another thing as well. I think. I think people need to realize that sometimes you do need to earn some money just to be on a backlog for when yeah, this like kind of stops. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Because because the thing is, that isn't going to last forever. So you do need to have some backup money for when it exactly. ends, and then you can kind of fall back on yourself for when you find the next project. You, well, uh, so I mean, it's great that you're obviously spending uh, so much money into the productions as well. Because first of all, that disproves the people that say you're just pocketing all the money. I know, and I'm thinking um, these people who are saying that just don't understand anything. Like they just don't think they think a bunch of friends film this and it's all for fun and for free. Yeah. But they don't realize that all the people who are involved are adults and all have bills and are professionals in their fields and they need to be paid. I'm not paying them even the full rate of what they should get paid because I could never afford that. That's like hopefully if it becomes a TV show at some point, which is my end goal for everything yeah. I ever make. I'm, I would love for Dad to be a TV show. But like I have to post about Patreon every once in a while. And that's when people mm-hmm. in the – I usually it's usually on the YouTube comment, uh, community board or whatever – I'll say, and I think I'm pretty happy with how I've done this too, because I'm not even breaking character when I do it. I say for legal reasons, Dad has to share this person's Patreon so that they don't shut us down, because mm-hmm. Dad technically is a stolen face of Nathan. So Dad has to promote Nathan's Patreon to keep him from suing the whole people running Dad. Mm-hmm. So I I started that whole little like excuse as to why Dad is sharing Nathan's Patreon if Dad isn't Nathan, and I was like, oh, that's actually pretty good. Like, okay, let's play it fair here. Nathan won't complain to his lawyer anymore if we keep promoting his Patreon, and and the people who get it also know, okay, he needs this money to film the series. But many people have said to me in the comments, just you know, people who want to get me upset or whatever will say, you're just keeping all the money. This shouldn't cost that much because they just don't know what things cost. But also people who've said to me many times, this killed the immersion for me. I can't watch this anymore. And it's that, like, what? Mm, How? Do you, that is do you a say that to that... Steven Spielberg when he's doing a promo for Jurassic Park and you say, <laughs> oh, now I know a director made this and those dinosaurs aren't real. Killed the immersion. Don't want to see the movie. It, what's the difference between this? I know I'm sounding like very defensive, but I get... I get very upset with that because to be honest, it's this particular point, to I totally get why why you get upset in this particular. Area. Yeah, I've seen other other people do as well. There's been other creators that have gotten frustrated in this. Particular yeah, it's unfair. Genre. Like this is no different than a TV show. If you can watch interviews with the actors on Lost and still be invested in Lost, why can you not watch Dad? Knowing there's a guy writing and directing it, like what is that? There is no difference. It's a screen with visuals happening on it. There's no difference. But yeah. because I've been lumped in with this ARG thing, which is again, I don't know if I mentioned earlier, but I can't remember what we said earlier. But I didn't even know what ARGs were. I've been dropped into this ARG thing. I'm being held to this standard that ARGs fans like. Well, I mean, and I didn't ask for that. I'm just making a web series. <laughs> You did create a character and decided to stay in character, so you've kind of created... Well, that's what I did with Keith Apicary, too. I always talk to my friends about... There's a difference between Dad and, like, all my other fans that I've had. I stayed in character at all events and any character I've ever done. I'm not treating any differently, but ARG fans are different. Oh, yeah, they are. Between normal fans, because normal fans, like, don't want you to live in character, but ARG fans want you to live in character and for some reason that it makes the content different. Like they know it's me. They know in their heads it's me. Why me saying it? Does it change anything? That's what I'm interested in, in definitely discussing because um, there's other people who kind of feel the same. I don't want to mention them just now just in case they don't yeah, want me yeah. name dropping them. Oh, totally. But um, there are certain people that are planning to try and break the mold in that particular area because 
uh, th- there is this particular. Sm- I I do still believe it is the small minority that get angry at this, mm-hmm. and these people who get angry, I tell you right now, I bet they do not buy your merch. They do not put any money oh, towards you. Not. They watch all of it for free. I will tell you that yeah. right now. Those particular people who complain about it, yeah. um, they I can't see people who complain about that stuff. Well, they just sort of have creators. like a hater negative attitude, and those people are never going to support something. They yeah. th- they are definitely the same people that say to me, "Get a day job if you want." It. Stop. They always say, "Stop your Patreon, get a day job like everyone else." And then <laughs> I, make your I actually so, think that's that's kind of a, a problem with any emerging field, like with YouTube, as an example. Um, when YouTube started paying YouTubers. Um, It was kind of viewed as this, oh, well, I mean, you can get paid for YouTube videos or you could get a real job. And nowadays... Why is it always get a real job? This is a real (laughs) job. (laughs) And and nowadays, it's it's just a common thing. People can make money from YouTube. People can make Mm, a career out of it. But some people still don't Um, like it. And I, yeah. I often say to those people, I want, I always want a back and forth from these people because yeah. I, I will call every single one of them out because it makes me very upset. When they say that, I say, I say, do you go to the movie theater? And when they ask you for $15 for a movie ticket, you say, no, Steven Spielberg's rich. I should see this for free. You, get, you don't say that. You give them the money and you pay for it. Why can you not give this person the money who actually needs it that doesn't have a huge studio behind them? Why can they not? You make a living. Why does that person have to work a day job and then make you free content on top of that? And they and they never answer me. They never answer, and it drives me crazy. Yeah, but the I, I'm just kind of thinking the rationale behind it is um, the old world clashing with the new world. Like this is a new opportunity. Yeah. You can make a career out of this, but the old world doesn't think that it can be. I no. could see uh-huh. that. They think I... internet should be free content. Well, yeah, yeah. and the thing is, with the ARG community, there is some kind of difference with certain people. And I think it, I don't know where it exactly stems from, but there is this uh, old idea that you have to stay in character no matter what, and you Mm -hmm. can't promote your work after you've finished it. And um, to me, well, a few people have brought up, it could push other upcoming creators away from this field if we're wanting this Mm. field to kind of take off and actually get more attention and more people join it telling people that they cannot promote their future work and that they cannot step forward as the creator really um or that they can't profit from it it's unfair yeah or that they can't profit from it that this could potentially stop them from even entering this area you know maybe we've got like a really talented person that wants to kind of dive in and do something like this but then mm-hmm. they see how creators are treated when they ask for to try and make some money off of it um mm-hmm. how disappointed because the thing is with youtube like eric said how it was like looked at as bad and stuff and while there are still people that can like moan about it and have things most people are accepting of it now i speak yeah. to most people you know and and even even when we joke about, you know, the morgues and the Jake Pauls, most people are like, well, as much as we joke about it, they're, they're, we respect the hustle half of the time because oh, totally. they're, they're, they're making like an insane amount of money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, 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 I, I personally think Jake Paul makes absolutely terrible content, but yeah. he's making an insane amount of money from it. I mean, people can obviously criticize the things he does in it at the end of the day. Um, and I'm totally fine with that as well, you know, because yeah. it's content there to be 
criticized. I mean, it's, so. honestly, you can only blame the audience, you know. And everyone's free to enjoy whatever they want. I I like some dumb reality TV shows too, and you could say that's mm-hmm. just as bad as Jake Paul. But like, I don't prefer Jake Paul because I don't like things. I don't like his choices he's made in life. Mm-hmm. But it's up to. It's really you got to say to the audience, why are you watching it? Why are you giving it views? But it's like humans are like moths to flames. You know, you, it's hard to mm-hmm. stay away from the the drama, like all this drama maybe Jake on Paul, YouTube. Maybe Jake like, Paul wasn't the best example because that is more of a kid's kind of attracting to yeah, it, isn't it? Yeah, but at the same but, time, um, like, but like I, even then, like it Keen is Star and all this Onision stuff that's going on, like, it's, you shouldn't be supporting it and giving him the attention, but it's really hard to stay away, so... Yeah, people, people will tend to get... always watch. So anyway, that's like a whole other conversation. But well, yeah, people well, are yeah. just but, but are I, drawn I would... to. My point craziness. is that people have kind of e- eased up to the idea of people making money. And and while we joke yes, yes. about like the twenty seven mid roll ads in like a ten minute video, if people are doing that and they're making money and people decide to watch it, then fair enough, go yeah. for mm-hmm. it. I, I think no, ARGs are kind of in that adjustment period of of. becoming from a hobby to something that could potentially be a career and that's kind of where you get those comments of well get a real job is because you're trying to figure out the the best ways to keep this immersive experience while also simultaneously finding a way to promote profit from it or when what i did it, it what i thought was a pretty good idea to make it okay for dad to always make money and so so the thing with that an aspect of dad is he's always talking about his stats and his views and his subscriber count so i was like i need to make a clever way that he can ask for subscribers because so it doesn't become annoying and it's because when he hits a certain subscriber amount something changes in the story and he becomes the best closer to the becoming the best youtuber and he goes quantum and then he becomes infinite and then he becomes eternal so there's reasons so like you want to make him get there and he he doesn't have this many views he needs to get a certain amount of views or mom's going to turn off the server so help him get these views so they feel like they're helping and they're rallying together to help this guy that they're sympathetic for that was my angle to like get around people yelling at me for constantly asking for more views now it's a thing that they're trying to do to to help him so it's yeah, not that's, like an annoyance and that's a very uh creative way to kind of implement it in there and i i do kind of like that um yeah well and one thing i want to say real quick about what you were just saying a second ago about uh um uh promoting sorry i'm, sp- I'm spacing i had i have the fraction of the thought in my head <laughs> it's it's in regards to when I made a post on about my Patreon and someone oh that's what it was someone was calling me out and saying that I, kill, I killed the immersion I was in the asking them why and why this is killed it when you know it's not a real is it got not a real guy named Dad a couple of people had responded to me for those people and said I think what this person is upset about is they came from the ARG world and no ARG has ever needed a Patreon in their experience ARGs are just quick short little stories they last a few months and they're done by friends and then it goes away and i was like well this isn't an arg first of all i didn't know what an arg was and just because you watched args before doesn't mean everything is an arg because there's a mysterious story going on like twin peaks isn't an arg and it was on a network and people still loved it why is this being held up to this arg weird standard and can't have funding that's what i was trying to say to that person but it was interesting that 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 person told me most arg audience members are used to watching args that are just very independent made by a couple of people there's no ads at all and 
it just ends after a year or so. And my plan with that is it's never going to end. It's the, it's, it generally isn't going to end. And so when everyone says to me, dad is an ARG, when I write back to almost all the comments I see everywhere, I say, dad is not an ARG. That's actually Nathan saying, dad is not an ARG. That's not dad in character saying, no, 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 because dad's whole gimmick is I'm a real dad. I'm a real human. Everything's fine. That's yeah. actually Nathan because I did not know what ARGs were and I was not yeah. trying to make an ARG. I well, hope I don't sound defensive. I know when I sound adamant, I can sound mad. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> yeah. mad. I just sound, I'm just, I, I get very, I really want passionate. people to just passionate. let, let <laughs> loose. <laughs> yeah, it's passionate, but I also just want people to like just watch the series. It's just a, it's just, I think it's a soap opera. That's how I describe it to people. Well, the, so. there's a there's a YouTube channel known as Local Fifty Eight, I believe. Yeah. Um, which is a people tend to call it an alter reality game, but the creator himself doesn't call it an ARG. He calls it an interactive web series, which is something I would call Dad. Yeah, because it's an interactive web series because it it has elements of an alternate reality game in there, but it's not an ARG, so to speak. Well, can I tell um, you something quick about my interactive bits in the Dad series? So the th- I, I didn't know what an ARG was when I started doing this, but I had the idea to hide codes and things that would flash in the series that people might notice. And then if they saw it, they'd go, what was that? And they'd scroll back and then they'd have to like, t- it happened so fast, they'd have to pause it and I'd probably get a few extra clicks and plays out of it. It was my idea to just get more views in a like a tricky way by hiding things. And then people would go searching through other videos if they thought there was going to be more codes in them. But I didn't put codes in every video. I would put them in only some of the videos. So it was just a way to get extra views. And then as people started commenting, they were like, oh, this is what ARGs do. And I was like, what's an ARG? Oh, oh, they do codes. And I started figuring out other ways to hide other things just to get people to keep clicking but they were usually just lead to like a new little clue or something simple. It didn't it didn't dictate anything. It didn't tell you very much. It wasn't necessary at all to see. So it wasn't like you were missing out on anything. It was just to get extra views. But now people think it's a game. But there is no game because there's no controlled outcome. It's going to happen no matter who's watching. The story's going to go the way it's going to go. So there's no game element in mine. Yeah, well, you're trying to get uh, engagement is probably the, yes. the best Yes, and then it's like, it. and it makes it more fun instead of just watching a TV show. It's like, oh, there's a TV show with codes in it. That's kind of more fun, you know? Yeah, like I said, it's an interactive web series. It's yes, just got exactly. elements in there. Um, and, th- and that's the whole point, just to have a, a little bit of extra fun, but, but not make it boring in a sense, you know, just adding those extra parts. L- yeah, like mine, I said with... Mine just teases upcoming characters and things like that. Yeah, teaser. For the, yeah, for the diehard that stuff. find them. Yeah. Fair, fair enough. Um, I had something else I was going to add to it, but I, I, I genuinely, my mind's rambling. gone blank. No, yeah. no. I, I think I had it somewhere, but then it just kind of disappears from my mind. It does it all the time because there's a lot to say on the topic, but yeah. I'm always thinking back, like, while we're talking, like, did I say this? Did I not say that? that Am I going to repeat I, myself? I think I'm repeating myself because I keep, say, keep thinking. Did I think that or did I say it? Did I let them yeah. know? I had never heard of what ARGs are. Um, kind of tying back to the the idea of pulling back the curtain um, and uh, questioning whether or not uh, certain situations are worth um, like breaking character. Has there been any situations in which you had to kind of break away or at least that you wanted to break away from the dad character to be like oh hey hey guys that that's not what was supposed to be 
oh yeah definitely from this situation many times <laughs> oftentimes um, it's in discord which is a place that i avoid as much as i can now because it's never really led to anything good in my, for me with the whole series it's built a like a community of people that like all have all become friends which is great and uh they all can congregate and talk about dad but for me it's it's only been a lot of headache because there's people who will um like get upset with the dad character or not understand something that re- not realizing that it's just a character talking. Well, let's talk about that because that's something that why this podcast kind of exists right now, this particular episode, um, something happened in the dad discord. No, not dad discord, but with the dad character mm. in Nexpo's discord. Is that, yeah. is that yeah, correct? It, it, Do you want to start in Nexpo's and then it went over into mine, but it was mostly about, it was mostly re- uh, involving Nexpo's discord. Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell that story just so views know what, what happened? Yeah. Well, so there was a, th- there was a moment where Nexpo uh, Ryan was like, I said, Hey, um, cause we have this whole little story going on. That's part of the dad story. It's, I started this little angle in, and you're involved in it as well, uh, Jamie. Uh, and <laughs> oh. it's this the reality series. Dad started doing what you guys do. He started investigating, but he started investigating the ones who were investigating him because something was wrong. So it's an angle that will actually spill over into the series. And it was my way of starting this angle. It was in dad's web series, and then you'll see it in the actual series. So... In part of that, to promote this whole little angle between me and Nexpo having like this lawsuit, we needed to cause some beef between us. And part of it was he, I said, hey, can I go into your Discord and change the name and do all the stuff? He said, oh, yeah, go for it. Tell the mods. And I told the mods. And this one mod was like, oh, this is awesome. Let's do it. And I changed the name of the Discord to like Dad's Court 2 or something like that. And I changed all the names of the rooms and kind of caused some mayhem. And in doing so... I won't even get into it, but it caused a lot of problems for Nexpo and his his mods that disagreed with the idea, even though Ryan wanted to do it. But what happened at one point was this one person before I did that was I was talking to them in his discord and they were like really excited to talk to dad. And then I saw them telling someone later, like, I was just talking to dad. It was just me and him in here. It was really cool. And then later, after I sort of raided the discord and took it over, that person's I, uh, I meant, uh, uh, their uh, point of view changed on dad and they were very upset with dad for doing that and hacking. And I was like, oh, are they just going along? I can never tell if someone's just going along with the bit and like they're mad at dad or if they know this is a guy named Nathan and this is all part of an experience. But they were really upset and then they were saying a lot of negative things and being really insulting to me in my discord in this like, everyone's like, all right, chill out, man. They're basically just being a troll and, I, and then I said to them, well, why are you so upset when you were very excited to talk to Dad yesterday in, in Nexpo's Discord? And they're like, I don't hate you now. I don't like you, blah, blah. And I just, as Dad, Dad is always, like, very optimistic. Um, and he says, well, Dad still loves you. He says, I love you to all the haters, all the trolls everywhere. Dad still loves you. You can have any f- a feeling or opinion that you want to have. And they just kept being really nasty. And I was like, well, I hope you're feeling all right in your life and dad loves you and dad wants everyone to tell you that they love you. And I tagged everyone in my Discord and said, please tell so-and-so that you love them. So a lot of people, which is this thing we do in the dad Discord, is if someone's telling they're having a bad day or they're not feeling good, I'll tag everyone and that person and have everyone say they love them. And it's always been a positive experience. They're like, oh my gosh, this is so nice. I'm so happy there's a community here. So my intentions were only to... Take this troll and be incredibly nice to them 
and say, hey, we're here for you. You don't have to be upset. And it's worked for me a lot where people have been like, you know, uh, I, I'm sorry. I've gotten so many apologies from people saying, sorry, I was mean. So, and I've even got some from people who hated on me for asking for Patreon money. And they said, you know, you've actually like told a really good story and I can see the visuals are being spent well here. I'm sorry I was so mean to you. I got one this week. So it's like, I try to just be this eternally optimistic character as dad. And that's what I was trying to do in that moment in Discord. And apparently it did backfire, did not work because everyone started adding that person saying, we love you, we love you. And they went and told the next one mods that I was um, harassing them. And they gave the person an anxiety attack because they were getting so many ats. And uh, yeah. it was, it, they thought dad was trolling that person and being mean. And I said to those mods, I said, look at the ats. It's everyone saying they love them. That's not a mean thing. And it was just kind of a moment where I wanted to be, as Nathan, saying, hey, this isn't real. This is a character. This is also just a message board. This isn't real life. You're in, like, the middle of a, some sort of a little interactive moment here. I, I, Dad isn't real. This is None of this is real. The argument with Nexpo isn't real. I want to say, hey, take it easy. Or, like, I, I don't mean anything by this, but I can't <laughs> because Dad is real to these people. It's frustrating at times. You see, that... I think is where breaking the character you probably would have or could have should have done at, at that yeah. particular point I think because maybe not even publicly but to well, even if it was a guy yeah, I've, I've had to DM some people sometimes and that could that would have been someone I, I did try to DM and then they left the discord and I wasn't allowed to I couldn't message them because it says that I don't share a discord was that with them was that the person that, that just then that had the anxiety attack? Did yeah, you try that person. Because anytime someone, if I get in an argument with anybody or something happens in character, I always try to message them and say, hey. And it's been a few people. I don't say my name's Nathan, but I'll talk to them not in the dad character. It is coming from the dad account. And I say, hey, I hope you're all right. I, everything, I hope everything's cool. And 99% of the time, we'll come to like some sort of like, okay place and everything's good afterwards but it's this is the difficult thing about being in character and people taking things so seriously it's like i shouldn't have to say send these messages because this is all a bit everything that you ever hear from me is a bit it's not real i this isn't nathan's opinion this isn't anything you should take to heart so i have to send messages and i couldn't send a message to that person because they left the discord but anyways, it's it is it's a, it's a whole experience I've never had before. It's any of my other characters. Like I've never had this type of a fan base before, mm-hmm. and it's like it's a little weird. It, it's off putting for me at times. It makes me kind of like sometimes it actually makes me want to just stop doing the whole thing because it's too much for me. It's like just watch the episodes and then go away. Like not go away, but like you know watch the episode like you watch a TV show and then live your life afterwards. Like people mm-hmm. are constantly involved in the series by watching videos over and commenting and tweeting and Instagramming and discording this dad character. And it kind of starts to stress me out knowing how much they're interacting with this. And that on top of not being able to break character just kind of wears me out after a while. I think there needs to be maybe a change uh, at some point where you kind of break character just a little to, to when it comes to you know the the basic stuff if something goes out of line 
mm-hmm. you break character in the discord just briefly to let everyone know to like okay let's kind of just to de help just to make sure you can de-escalate the situation or yeah. something of that sort with patreon i think maybe have a look at something like similar of saying hey this is nathan i'm gonna break the wall just for a little bit just to kind of show you that this is costing a lot um and i i know it might be the worst thing to do at the start you know for something like this because yeah people will not be used to it but i think in order to get people to you to be used to it you have to start doing it because if mm-hmm. you just start ple- con- keeping that 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 group of crowd that gets angry when the emotion is broken they're never gonna learn yeah you gotta and they'll never use it they'll never adapt to it i mean yeah. it's down to you you don't have to if you don't want to obviously it's your craft well so no, I, I don't want to like feel like i'm pressuring you into anything well i I, w- I do want to because it's something that i never had to do with like the other characters like keith i stay keith in the conventions and stuff but then later when i am nathan and they see me i will talk about filming because there's a lot of things i want to tell people about how we film things because it, it, i love filmmaking and I do a ton of work. I do literally everything for the series, and I build things. I make music. I edit everything. I drive everyone everywhere. I get all the locations. I do everything. Yep. I write it. So it's like I would love to talk about it because I'm like passionate about it. So I think what I'm going to do, it's a very small group that will be exposed to this at first, but mm-hmm. there is a Nathan Patreon call every month, and it's the same. It's usually the, it's right after the dad Patreon call. So they'll talk to dad, and then they'll talk to Nathan, and even when they're talking to Nathan, they'll say to me, I'm like, oh, what were you guys doing earlier? And they go, oh, we were talking to that dad guy. And I go, oh, God, that guy. So I ignore the fact that I'm dad in that. <laughs> but I think the next call I'm going to say, hey, guys, we can talk openly. Because there's been people who've come in who are new supporters. And then they'll start talking like, hey, so how would you film this episode? And I'll be yeah. like, oh, what do you mean? I had to play dumb. But I'm like so overdoing it. So now I, I'm going to stop doing it. And I'll just talk to them about everything. I think that's a good place to start. If you have a next call on on your Patreon uh, as Nathan, you could actually open up and be like, right, this is the first time I'm going to kind of break character talking to get, uh, you know, out of character and just as Nathan. What do you guys think of this? Do you mm. think this is okay? See what they, how they react to that. You know, say I'm going to kind of start talking just as Nathan and acknowledge that dad is fictional when I speak as Nathan. Yeah. Still, dad is going to be in character for the most part, unless if something goes horribly wrong, then I'm going to have to break character. Yeah. What do you guys think of that? And well, see what they say. Because they are the main guy, people who are supporting your channel right now. They are the people that love your channel so much that they are pledging towards it. Well, so I, would Im- I think... Go on, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to keep cutting you off. No, I, no. I, I, I would imagine it would be a little exhausting for them, too, to keep this up because they all know it's me, so it might be a little relieving for them. And also, I think they might be into it because they're the select few that will be sort of getting a behind-the-scenes. And I've already done this one thing recently where Dad, he put out that, a new episode of Reality where he was talking about Keemstar, and I was a little hesitant to put it out because I wasn't sure if it was going to seem like I was being too mean towards this, towards Keemstar, or even just I shouldn't even talk about this guy because I know he's like a very controversial person. So it was very different for Dad to put out a video on this guy, even though it was very silly. I was a little afraid of doing it, so I sent it to them in character. I said, hey, Dad's got a new episode. So I sent them the audio for them to listen to, and then they were, a lot of people really liked being able to hear it before it was an ep- a thing. So mm-hmm. I would think that hearing from Nathan and they could talk, I could talk to them about stuff I'm shooting that week. 
I would hope yeah. it would be exciting and not kill too that much of the immersion for them. I don't think it will. I think people can have the option to to listen to the behind the scenes stuff, and I think the more people who are aware of like how what's going on behind the scenes and everything and how it's working, what, what you're putting into it, one they know where their money is going. Mm-hmm. And two, they obviously get some inside scoops of things that not everyone else is aware of. Yeah. And I think that's the, some of the best things for like Patreon and stuff. And, and people can might find it fascinating how you put the production together. Yeah, totally. Because um, not only do they have that extra bit, but they also get to speak with dad in character as well. So Yeah, they it, talk to it's, him it's, first and then they'll talk to yeah. the guy behind dad. Exactly, and that's like like what I said at the start of uh, of this particular podcast. I think the majority of people can dispend disbelief um, for the mo for, for pretty much anything, and it doesn't have to have people staying in character twenty four seven. I I think you, while while that is obviously fun to do, um, I think you know you don't have to do that. Yeah. It it can be broken at times when necessary. And it can stay in character when necessary uh, for certain stuff. Um, yeah. Well, I think it, it. I think we might have already said all this, but it to me it seems ARGs got so crazy with this rule of saying a character because the first one it's a mysterious thing, and usually you're supposed to not know what's going on. So knowing what's going on and it's that by then knowing who the person is who's hitting record in the camera sort of kills the story because it is sort of a unique, mysterious type of story that's being told. But I do think ARG audiences in the standard of ARGs, it's it's spilling over into other things that are just like dad is not a mysterious thing, really. Dad is more of a comedy to me. It's just got a little bit of weirdness to it. But mm-hmm. like when people like you, you were the first person, actually, Jamie, to like the, expose me to all these channels who investigate things and the first (laughs) person to cover dad. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this guy's like super popular. Oh my gosh. There's so many views on this video. Dad is like blowing up. You were the first person to like make dad go crazy. And and all these people found it. So all these people who found dad just assumed it was another ARG type thing. And I'm, I'm sure you Mm -hmm. did too, because it's had a little bit of weirdness to it, but really in my opinion, it's just an odd web series. Yeah. Yeah, so now absolutely. I have to live up to those standards of other people who are really, truly ARGs, which I'm now trying to break away from. So thank you for allowing me to do that. This is very therapeutic for me, actually. To like <laughs> the, fun, the funny thing is, though, about alternate reality games is while there's a lot of audience members that talk about not breaking character under any circumstances, is that the actual people who started it and stuff like that dumped that idea, I think, at least a decade ago. Oh, really? Um, yeah, it's been so long. Uh, speaking to my, like I said, I was talking about not long ago, um, before this podcast started, and he, that's one of his pers- personal stances. I've just called him out. He's going to get so mad at me <laughs> calling him out now. Um, I, I said I wasn't going to call anyone out. Uh, but he, um, his name. <laughs> yeah, I'll just believe his name. So he says it there. <laughs> uh, but he said, he said that that's what that happened. You know, people are very. Uh, they've kind of figured out that people can still be uh, get into this immersive media and all these kind of experiences without needing to have this is not a game scattered around the whole the whole thing. But yeah. then I think web series kind of came in with these ARG elements and that community of alternate reality game goers um, 
kind of stuck with that idea of you should never break character because I think Marble Hornets did something with that. Um, as far as I'm aware, didn't really break character or not so much. Yeah. Um, they have their own channel and stuff, but I don't think they posted on Marble Hornets like, hey, here's, here's my YouTube channel that's not part of this. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's certainly interesting another thing i just remembered what the point was that i wanted to bring up earlier uh when we were talking about alternate reality games and how people responded saying i think they're used to they're they're upset with you breaking the immersion because they're used to alternate reality games not posting things about their patreon Mm -hmm. and the interesting thing about that is that args are not pop uh not popular are not profitable exactly the uh, the Beast, which is one of the biggest alternate reality games ever, The Dark Knight, all things that were attached to movies and things like that never made any money. No. And it's not 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 for the fact that they weren't trying. They were trying to make money out of it. They had, like, I think Cloverfield had merch and things like that that they tried to attach onto it for people to buy, and people did buy it, but it didn't make... It didn't overturn a profit. Yeah, it got people more invested in that area, and I think it's an interesting genre to dive down. And I think it could become profitable, but people need to be more open with the idea that there needs to be kind of some kind of yeah. separation between the creator and the actual piece. It's you know, in order for something to kind of happen, I had an idea that I have no idea if I'll ever be able to do, which is why I just kind of tell it to everyone that I walk come across, and um, people can just tell me it's a dumb idea, and I walk away very sadly. But um, <laughs> I, <laughs> you know how, you know how alternate reality games have their own websites and stuff, and mm-hmm. then you explore the source code and you explore different things on the website um and then you go to another website that has more clues and another website all that um obviously that costs a lot of money to have those sites running and you have to pay for the you know the um for the domains for them to keep them going and that costs a fair amount of money but i was always thinking what if you made a game something you could download on stream on steam stream on steam pay for but then when you open it, it it's just looks like a normal desktop, but you oh. can go on Google and search things. Oh, my god! And you can search for these particular websites because then you have the whole thing in a game, but you don't have to pay for the domains online because you don't have to visit idea. them online. That, that's what I always thought. That, but and you could I have think... videos in there, like if they get exactly. to a certain point, you could have like... episode. You could wow. have like your own versions of things that you could search about and, and, and things like that. And... It was a game. So once it's released, you can pay for it. Yep. And then you can just have hours of fun just exploring this simulation of a desktop and the internet. Yeah, basically like a um, really more elaborate Doki Doki literature club. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's just something like that I think could be great for an alternate reality game in order to make profit. That's a great idea. A and it's itself. actually a game. Yeah, exactly. It's an actual game. And there's the immersion break right there. You know you're installing it on Steam and stuff, but mm-hmm. once you enter it, it's like it's like you're just on a normal desktop. You're just again. on a, a computer. That's a really yeah, good yeah. idea. It, it is. I, I th- always Someone's think it is. Someone's going to do that now. <laughs> yeah, I hope someone does it. I mean, if they want to talk to me and, and to create the story for it, I'm all down for it. But maybe you can be a part of it or, like, you're a person who's investigating this weird thing. So you make yeah, like a cameo exactly. in it as inside of mind. That'd be great. You know, something like um, 
I, I, I'd have like the emails open or something like that, you, you know, on the desktop when they mm-hmm. load. And that can be like the first clue that leads you to the next site. But then you'd have like all this other random crap that you can do, you know, like Skyrim where you can just explore and do a bunch of crap. Yep. So you could do that with like the internet version. You could have like, maybe you make your own YouTube or, or, or pretend that there's your own YouTube when yeah, you search yeah. it online. You're basically um, playing the role of like you guys who are investigative YouTubers. Yeah, but you, yeah, and you're doing it in a game form. I think, That's a it, great just... idea. <laughs> it's just obviously how that would work. It'd be. It should just yeah, be I called ARG know. the game. Yeah, <laughs> the a- ARG the game. ARG uh, uh, alternate reality game the game. <laughs> yeah. Alternate reality game game. <laughs> the game game. Oh my god. <laughs> Good idea. Um, yeah, I think we've got most of our points across. I believe. Um, yeah, I said everything. I've I've been thinking for a past long time. I hope I always like to reiterate. I'm, I know I definitely the way I speak can sound very passionate. If that's a, a nice word we'll use, I'm definitely not mad at anybody in my audience for be, for being super invested in my series. That's only a compliment. So I appreciate everyone who loves it, and I'm sorry to those who don't want me to break. But I hope they can see my side and understand that it's really hard to just exist and support the thing and promote it without breaking. And I never asked for any of this. I just wanted to put a web series out, and I didn't know that it was supposed to be looked at as a game. So I just wanted to tell a story. I didn't think I'd get That's popular. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to make... That's sort of some sort of Twin Peaks. I mean, my goal, I had a meeting actually yesterday, a very great meeting, and I'm very excited. Like, my goal is for everything I ever make is to turn things into either a TV series or a movie. And, Dad, mm-hmm. I want to be a TV series because I could yeah. do so much more with it if it was really a, a full TV show. It, I would, it would be very similar but, like, better in so many ways with the actual budget. So That'd be and then super I wouldn't need donations ever again. I wouldn't have to have the guilt of asking for people to donate to Patreon. <laughs> yeah, because it'd yeah. be funded for you. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, that'd be so interesting to see where you go with that for the dad story if it ended up in a TV show. Because that's just it would be episodic, wouldn't it? You, you know, yeah. it's not going to be like where it <laughs> takes place just on YouTube. No, You'd but there to... would st- I would still keep the whole YouTube element to mm-hmm. it. But it would just be airing on te- on television. Like Dad would still want to be like a number one YouTuber and all that. Um, all right, okay. In ways, I could make the series more involved and bigger and better. Like just in the creative way and in like b- budget and visuals. So it would just make everything amazing. But it, I wouldn't. I know people would be afraid of it, like selling out. I think it would only be more interesting. Like. Imagine Twin Peaks, the web series. It's not as great as the TV show. You know what I mean? Or at least the first season, <laughs> the one yeah. everyone liked. So yeah. <laughs> I think that people would um, be happy with it. Yeah, and l- like you said just just earlier, I hope anyone listening here doesn't take any of this the wrong way. It is just um, expressing our thoughts on the whole particular genre and the idea of needing to stay in character. Um yeah, yeah, it's, it's tough. It, it's tough when you're the one making it. I think most people would agree, though. If they went through it and they put like their whole life into something, and every waking second, and like constantly being a character, it's really tiring and it's it's taxing and it's hard to do. So I think the people would understand if they went through it. Yeah, yeah, I think most people already do. I think it is just like I always say with Eric, the loud majority. Yeah, the loud minority is, the is that minority. the word? 
Vocal minority. Yeah, vocal yeah. minority. Yeah. yeah, vocal minority is always it's always pictured as the main people behind everything, but they're and because they get not to the... you the most, so then you're like you focus on those comments, you know? They do. They stick out. That's yeah. the that's just the thing. And the thing is as well, people who comment are not the majority of people. The majority of people don't comment or even like. You know, they just yeah. watch your videos and they follow you and they they keep an eye on the stuff, but they don't. Um, yeah, they they very rarely comment. The most people. Yeah. Um, Gotta remind myself even, of that. Yeah, I do as well because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just as bad. Um, so yeah, uh, I th- yeah. Actually, thanks. throughout this uh, cast, we've kind of been talking about um, the advantages of stepping out of the curtain, uh, of being able to break the immersion. But I. <sighs> It could be worth mentioning that there are some advantages to staying in character. Like, uh, there are shy people in this world that maybe don't want to, um, like, be known or be popular, but they do like doing characters. Mm. Um, So I think that um, for certain stories, staying in character could be completely healthy, and then you move on to something else, and that character is just that it's it's that character mm-hmm. and nobody really associates it with you as the person they just they they don't know you as the person they just know the character yeah. um and, and that could be healthy for somebody who likes performing but doesn't necessarily want to be known exactly well yeah i i totally get if someone wants to do that uh but the reason why we were bringing up more of the the positives of of, of breaking out is because a lot of the people in these areas are wanting to go into the film industry and they're wanting to do uh future projects and so to do that you kind of need to once you've built that audience it's a shame to just kind of throw that audience away yeah um, and you hope well i i was just knows and they converse with each other that it's the same creator but you can't rely on that yeah i, I was just kind of thinking it might be a good footnote um yeah just, just in case somebody got that impression that oh you have to show yourself not necessarily there are yeah. advantages you can but yeah. in this particular instance and and kind of where we're coming from yeah, yeah, you totally, can stay yeah. in character. But again, I also do want to reiterate that even if you do want to stay in character, I do think you need some kind of safety precautions in case something goes wrong with your audience. If you are set cuz you are sending your audience down this rabbit hole and some might get a little carried away. There yeah. can be people like that and they can go too far, and I think trying to um what what's the word to d- d- uh calm down the the situation for trying to calm down the situation in character is going to be a lot harder de-escalate is what i'm looking for yeah <laughs> de-escalating the situation in character is a lot harder than de-escalating it in out of character i think if you broke character to kind of show these people that it's fictional they're less likely to keep doing what they're doing yeah like uh, oh well I, breaking character or i'd say you could also have something in the story that could help in relegating maybe that kind but of situation. W- like uh, a let character me show you an ex- is... let me show you an example the the, the jejun institute uh not the jejun institute it's very similar uh junko junsui was um an alternate reality game that took part and 4chan got involved and started doxing people 
and they had this obligation to stay in character no matter what. Um, but a lot of people fell out with them because they believed they should have broken character to basically say, guys, stop doing this. This is a game. Because they never kind of hinted that it was a game at all. It was always, we have to stay in character no matter who reaches out to us. It's part of the art. And because of that, lots of people got doxxed because of it. Mm -hmm. And so I think at that particular point, that is something where you there has to be some kind of safeguard where you come in to announce like guys this yeah. is fake because because the thing is with junko junsui is that it, it gave it wasn't really um like a magical thing with mystical creatures or or as obvious as dad uh, it was actually quite blending reality to uh, with with fiction together quite well it, it was about a russian oligarchy doing certain stuff that was shady with with the with america so that reality kind of blended together a little too well and especially they with and they didn't torture. really have any safeguards in their story um no it doesn't seem yeah. like it like with that i i'd say that uh the, the kind of thing i consider a safeguard is the um the separation between reality and fiction like with dad you can tell it's a character um yeah i would whereas and and with that kind of thing that's a built-in safeguard of uh, to to make sure that people are on the same page whereas Mm -hmm. with junko jungsui it didn't have that safeguard it was it was blending them way too closely i'm not sure what that is i don't know too many args but i did see some of post content recently and i guess if you compared like dad to that like that could possibly be seen as maybe real footage someone's just uploading to youtube who's kind of like gone crazy or something like that seems a little more real the way it's filmed but like dad is like clearly yeah on well stage well with junko a, a lot of the posts were on social media weren't they uh jamie yeah okay yeah oh so oh, it, right. was, it was it was kind of like g's are like a lot of times just on twitter huh uh yeah. no they're actually they spread across uh, out across either it, their own websites usually uh, um so it's not they just have, like a visual like, video series all no 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 well that's yeah. why i said that yours is probably not really an alternate reality game because the the point of an alternate reality game is telling a story you're the investigator and mm-hmm. you're uncovering the story it's very rare that it's a visual thing which is why i would say yours is more an interactive web series because yeah. the stories are in the video form even twitter games and alternate reality games aren't really alternate reality games they're just twitter they're like creepy pastors on twitter yeah because you're just um, reading posts i guess yeah exactly yeah. whereas alternate reality games you go from website to website to uncover the stuff oh yeah well yeah. i'm very far from an arg then <laughs> yeah. yeah or at least that's my personal perception of it i think people have different definitions but that's mine involving audience participation that kind of the audience participation that forwards the story you know mm-hmm. without them the story wouldn't progress yeah um i guess is is a good way to kind of put it yeah. um and and yeah so that that's kind of what it is well and... unfiction has become i think what everyone's is agreeing is like the new term for things that, that seems ARG. to be what yeah so so then no one gets lumped into the same arg yeah element. i mean honestly and... i don't even think that needs to be said on fiction i just think it's videos like there was never phrases for there was never 
terms for anything in my opinion it was just a web series or a series or a tv show it's like it's just you're watching it on a different size screen i guess yeah but i mean by that logic thing we can't really call movies movies or tv shows tv shows because they're all the same thing yeah um so you True. do kind of need to have a little bit of a split yeah. Um, or just to kind of talk about post content as well. I think post content is a little bit like that because it has ghosts in it. Oh, so, okay. I didn't but, watch it. But oh. I guess yeah, it's all right. Uh, but I I guess th- there can be people who believe in ghosts. I was talking yeah. about a guy known as Fantastic Daily not too long ago, and he made a fictional um paranormal YouTube channel. Uh, of top tens it was clearly fake and stuff like that but he promoted it to the paranormal community mm. and so the paranormal community are not like a uh, people looking for a story they're looking for quote-unquote the truth about ghosts uh. so so you know when they came across this channel that he was promoting to them they were like oh, this is proof that our ghosts are, are real you should do this to help enhance the story and then eventually when they figured out it was all fake just hell broke loose yeah everyone was so upset i mean i could totally see well part of me can totally see why because you shouldn't have really been promoting it to the paranormal community but at the same time it's ghosts. It's. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, I'm. I'm torn on it. It's. It's one or the other. You know. But it's. But at the same time, you shouldn't be promoting stuff like that to the paranormal community because they're, they're not looking for for a story. You know. They. They are. They. They are not wanted. They're not watching, wondering what this is. They're watching it, wanting to believe it's real. Yeah. So when they find out it isn't, they're going to be so disappointed. They exactly. feel like they've been duped. Yeah. In, in a sense whereas you you know your intention behind the dad channel th- there's a realistic nature just to kind of get people engaged but it's mm-hmm. not there to be like is this real is this fake i don't know yeah <laughs> well and now i assume um, people aren't even seeing those old nathan videos on my channel that before it was only the nathan channel so i was just doing it then now people are mm-hmm. just finding dad because he's popular on his own. So yeah. I forget about the Nathan stuff. And then after every once in a while, I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to address that Nathan thing isn't real. So. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, bef- I- I'm not going to lie. When I first came across the dad channel, I didn't realize that you were so invested in staying in character. In fact, I thought you were going to break the mold of what alternate reality games mm. were doing because you had set the videos up like episodes like actual episodes like tv shows so i thought you were gonna have like credits created by nathan barnett and etc and so people would have automatically seen the immersion broke at the start yeah Uh, and then i was so so i was actually quite shocked when i when i got that email when we were gonna do the first ever podcast of this that you didn't want to break character um well that was because it was still so new and i was still going with the promotion of nathan had his face stolen, but yeah. it, uh, that was during Act One, and that's like sort of like stopped and gone away because now people are just finding Dad. Um, so I thought it would be best just to keep since you were going to introduce so many new people. I was like, this mm-hmm. will be the be- more interesting to them to like want to click on it and be like, wait. Oh, what? it was. It, I, I loved the idea overall. I, I like I said, I was just shocked, obviously, that that was uh, your approach to it. It was a nice. It was a nice approach because I think it really did invest a lot of people. Yeah. Um, well, also, in, you... in part of the dad's story is dad 
is aware his life is being filmed and uploaded to this server, but you didn't know who was uploading it. It wasn't dad's just living his life, and it's like this vlog mm-hmm. camera is capturing his life and then uploading segments of it. So yeah. even to dad, he it's my way of addressing the fact that it is a channel with episodes. Because people have said to me, well, dad, if you're a real if your name is really dad why do you have episodes and who's editing them and i say that the server edits everything and uploads it to youtube yeah. so it's like as an well, answer that... for everything and they're like oh mm. okay so basically this is some dude is in this place and this like program is running everything basically yeah well well what i quite that's um the the idea that it it's not in the style of a vlog is what I quite liked the the difference be, between you and, and other kind of web series of stuff because a lot of the time it's always found footage, but mm-hmm. the fact that it was just filmed from a third person that I think that's what made me think oh so he, he it's it's clearly oh, just totally. filmed from third person yeah so like that's why he's breaking filmed. the illusion yeah yeah but obviously then you gave the reason that oh it's the server that's filming it. yeah and that's um, that's why it looks so good and everything's so stiff and rigid it's just because mm-hmm. it's everything's run by a program so everything is yeah. tight and clean and tidy and that's mm-hmm. also leans into the whole creative angle of how simple the set is and everything just looks so polished and perfect it's because yeah. basically in my head I, what i what you'll learn this later well i don't want to give too much away but it's basically like someone dumped all this information into a computer and then a computer wrote a script and printed it out and is having these people act it out and this is like a a robot's interpretation of human life in a way in a way that doesn't give anything away but that's like so if i want people to view it as like what is this odd representation of human life that i'm seeing yeah, yeah. So it all sort of like makes sense that like that, when Dad says it's a vlog camera, it's like, well, that's the greatest vlog camera ever. But you know, the server has a good camera. <laughs> there <laughs> <So>. you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, Nathan, it was a pleasure to obviously speak to you out Likewise. of character on the podcast for the first time. Yes, this is. Um, um, well, I'm going to be really paying attention to what people are saying about this. It's <laughs> 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 a big thing here. Yeah, big moment. I, obviously, we'll let you. Um, go back behind the curtain for however, however long you need to obviously finish off the dad story and his acts and see we look forward to seeing where it goes whether it does turn into a tv show or if it turns into something else or if it continues on youtube in a different direction either way we'll we'll keep an eye out oh, for thank it. you yeah. it, it will be no going worries. for a while i can guarantee that yes and we Fair also enough. look forward to seeing your experiments with patreon and and how to yes kind of separate that so no oh, yeah i'll be curious to see what your yeah what your fans think of of that idea of of you maybe every so often just breaking that character a little bit easing people in to yeah. the idea that th- there's a creator behind this i'll let yeah. you know like um, i can just like message you and tell you if anything yeah absolutely keep me updated on that some sort of follow-up with other creators or anything you could maybe mention how it's been yeah. going for me no worries. Okay. Cool. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah. All right. Um, I guess we'll say goodbye then. Have a good one, guys. Goodbye. Farewell. Perfect. Athena and my friend.